Konnichiwa, Nihao, Hola, Guten Tag, Aloha, Buongiorno, Namaste, Zuzvutria, Shalom, Bonjour, and What's Up? I'm Zen, and welcome to the Sparkin Manga News Podcast, bringing you the eye on the manga news for the week of Thursday, July 1st to Wednesday, July 7th, 2021. Remember to like, subscribe, and check out our manga review podcasts at www.sparkin.com. Now, with that out of the way, let's actually get to the manga news for the week because I'm actually excited to talk about this first news story because it is official. Takao Saito's long-running GoGo13 manga has broken the Guinness World Record for most volumes published for a single manga series as of Monday, the 5th of July, 2021, when it's 201st compiled book volume shipped. Yes, that's right, 201 volumes of the man who could shoot with nothing but his AK-47. Yes, GoGo13. The manga has surpassed Osamu Akimoto's Kochira Katsushiko Ku Komeari Koen Mai Hasusuju or Kochikami Police Comedy Manga, which earned the title when it reached its 200th and final volume in 2016. Now, Saito stated that he is filled with gratitude to his readers of this long running manga, which, if you don't remember, tells the story of the titular legendary hitman Gogo 13, aka Duke Togo and his wondrously insane assassination attempts, which we reviewed in episode 165 of the Manga Review podcast. So what I gotta say is, good job, uh, Saito-san. You have kicked butt, and hopefully GoGo13 lasts for another 20 years. But I digress. So now the next manga news is actually some movie manga news. Yes, the Katsushi Goto theatrical film... Katushi Goto Hime Goto wa Nan Deska, or What is a Secret, will have a bonus two booklet manga for theater goers titled Hime Goto. Now, for those of you who don't remember the story, Kakushi Goto tells the story of Kakushi Goto, a man who doesn't want his daughter, Hime Goto, to find out that he is a manga creator. The manga's comedy focuses on the daily life of a family with a manga artist. In addition to being a wordplay on the father's name, the ambiguous title can mean hidden things, but also be read as drawing job. Now, the two booklets will be available on the first and second week of the film screening, respectively, with the first booklet being 14 pages long and the second booklet being 20 pages long. Now, Himi Goto will show a story set after the end of the Kakushi Goto manga, and the film is going to open in Japan this Friday, July 9th. The film's limited edition Blu-ray disc will launch on the same day exclusively at theaters in Japan, which is pretty cool. Uh, And the film is commemorating the 30th anniversary of Kumita's career as an illustrator and will feature additional cuts as well as another finale that did not appear in the television anime series. So if you have a chance, check that out. I am excited to see the series because Kakushi Goto is a fun series that Greta and I really did enjoy. I think she had fun watching how insane he went to try to hide his secret from Hime, especially when he said that Starbucks is an evil place that hates mangas. So now let's get on to some licensing news. Yes, licensing news. And we have some big ones. First off, Denpa. Now they have licensed Renjo Desperado by Andon Sheik. Now the action comedy manga follows a young samurai woman who is wandering around the frontier looking for love, but all the men she encounters on her travel are scum. Now this manga has been described as an action rom-com with a little bit of country and a little bit of chambara. And a lot of great art by Andon Sheik. And that is going to be a fun release from Denpa, who has been doing some great things. And also they're amazing with their release, especially with Kaiji and 
inside Mari. But now let's get to the next company. Fatakuya Boys Love Manga Service. Yes, Fantastia Inc. has announced more manga for their Futakia Boys Love Manga Service. They've announced at Anime Expo Lite that they have licensed 16 new mangas from Homeshot Incorporated. They've also acquired some Kodansha titles that will be announced at a later date. No titles, we just know that there are 16 titles being released by them. I'm surprised that they are being very ambiguous. I guess that Releasing those huge lists annoyed people so much. But anyway, now to J Novel Club. Now, J Novel Club has licensed nine light novels in two manga titles. And I've got to admit that some of these titles are really punny. So let's start off with Chilling in Another World with Level 2 Super Cheat Powers by Kinya Kinojo with illustrations by Katagiri. Now, the magical kingdom of Chloride summons hundreds of heroes from other worlds every year to fight in their war against the Dark One and his army of powerful demons. Bonanza is one of these heroes, summoned from the royal capital Paluma, but something's not right. Bonanza is only an average merchant. He has no magic, no fighting ability, and his stats are abysmal. Worse, a mishap leaves him unable to return home. Rejected as a hero when stranded in another world, abandoned to the far reaches of the kingdom by a cruel king who just wants him gone, Bonanza's fate looks pretty bleak, but what will happen once the failed hero candidate finds himself with super cheat powers once he hits level 2? Now this is a fun play on the Izakai syndrome, could be good, but also could be really terrible. So, the next title is another light novel but this one is a j novel heart title this is dahlia in bloom crafting a fresh start with magical tools after dying of overwork in japan dahlia is reborn into a world filled with magic raised by a master of magical tool making she develops a passion for the craft and becomes engaged to her father's apprentice before her father can see her wed however he suddenly passes away as if this wasn't enough on the day before their wedding her fiance announces that he's in love but not with her Dahlia finally realizes she needs to live for herself. She vows to be her own woman from now on and devote herself to her craft, even if it's not quite the quiet life she was hoping for. From a chance encounter with a knight to starting her own company, there are challenges aplenty on the horizon. But this young craftswoman is no longer a shrieking violet. She's Dahlia, and she's ready to bloom. Now this one has my interest perked because it is doing something really different. It's Yes, it's an izakai, but it's dealing with tool making and it's dealing with someone starting their own company. So this one should be a standout in this list, but we're going to have to wait and see. Next light novel is Daddy Dragon Diaries, A Girl Grows to Greatness by Amiko Karuda with illustrations by Sencha. And the story goes like this. Daddy! The dragon blinked as the wee little human called out to him. Him? Her daddy? Powerful enough to be venerated by humankind, yet warm-hearted and even a bit tizzy, the dragon soon finds himself raising and doting on the precocious Olivia as if she really were his daughter in this touching tale. The toddler may be impossibly cute now, but just you wait. She's a curious child and she's growing up fast. You could bet that one day she'll be the strongest human there is. But first, how will he handle little Olivia receiving an acceptance letter to a human school? Bum bum bum... So this is a parenting manga light novel series that is going to be super cute and also very touching with a nice fantasy element to it. 
I think that this one is going to be the one that tugs on your heartstrings the most. But we'll, let's wait and see. So next we have Hell Mode. The hardcore gamer dominates in another world with garbage balancing by Hamuo with illustrations by Mo. Level up even when offline? That's not a game on easy mode. That's just an AFK game. The online game Yamada Kenichi had been playing religiously is shutting down its servers, leaving him with a void in his heart. He looks for a new game to fill it, but everything he finds is way too easy. The kind of game he likes, the kind punishing enough to make players want to spend thousands of hours on it, just isn't around anymore. What's this? You're invited to a game that never ends? Kenichi stumbles upon an untitled game, one promising incomparable challenge with unprecedented potential. Without hesitation, he selects the Hell Mode difficulty. Lo and behold, he finds himself reincarnated in another world as a serf. Now called Alan, he sets out to unlock the secrets his mystery-laden summoner class. Without the convenience of walkthroughs, game guides, or online forums, he must grope his way to the top on his new world. This one seems... Like, it's of just torturous izakai. It's very similar to the series Full Mode, where it's, we're just going to have him in a shitty game. But this one's an izakai and not just someone playing a game. I don't think it's going to be good. I I may be wrong. It might be amazing, but I don't think this is going to be a entertaining story. It seems just too derivative, but I digress. Next one. A Late Start Tamer's Laid Back Life by Yu Tanaka with illustrations by Nardak. Old MacDonald had a gnome? The Law of Justice Online, also known as LJO, is the hardest new VR MMORPG of the season, and office worker Yuta Sasaki is one of the lucky few granted access to the official launch. After some careful research, Yuta is chomping at the bit to start his virtual life as a tamer, a class that harnesses the power of wild monsters. Luckily, upon building his character, Yuta managed to land not only his chosen class, but a heap of bonuses to boot. He soon finds, however, that his abilities are not all they're cracked up to be, and the talents of the rare first monster he is granted lie not in combating, but gardening. Already well behind the other adventurers and facing a long and slow progression path ahead of him, Yuta is left with two choices, start over from scratch or make the best of what he's been given. For Yuta, the choice is obvious. When life gives you manure, start a farm. Eh. This one's a VMORPG where he's going to make a farm, so he's going to essentially do Harvest Moon or Animal Crossing. Uh, That's kind of dumb. But anyway. So now let's get to the next one, which is a J-novel pulp title, Madrax Tales from a Dark Future. This is by various authors, and it's an anthology series. When a comet struck Earth, Matthew Drax found himself sent 500 years into the future, only to find civilization ruins. In a world filled with barbarians, hostile mutants, and lost technology, Drax and co. crossed the globe in search of adventure. Having recently saved the world by restoring the moon from its falling orbit, an accident in proceeding causes pockets of parallel worlds to dot the globe. What new dangers await Matt and his traveling companion, the telepathic warrior queen Arula, as they cross these strange gaps in time and space? Who knows? So this is totally old-school pulp sci-fi. So if you're a fan of that, you're going to enjoy it. So the next one is Back to Izakai's with Min-Maxing My TRPG Build in Another World by Schooled with illustrations by Lansan. Commissioned in death to save a world in peril, a tabletop RPG fanatic is reborn as a humble farm boy with the rulebook for the universe at his fingertips. Young Eric's quest for an invincible character build will require more than a decade as a number-crunching munchkin, though. 
Even with power-leveled skills, feudal life is no cakewalk, especially when you keep drawing more attention than you can handle. Can Eric adapt to this strange new world before his worst impulses take the campaign of a lifetime completely off the rails? Let the dice fall where they may. For those of you who like Isekai and TRPGs, this is for you. I don't know if this is going to be a good one either. This one, the mid-maxing is just kind of too much i think especially power munchkins they just drive me crazy so that could be a little annoying especially as someone who dms games but anyway next one my daughter left the nest and returned an s-ranked adventurer by mojika kia with illustrations by toy eight the life of an adventurer isn't always a glamorous one belgrave finds this out the hard way when a deadly encounter robs him of his leg and the ability to pursue his dreams not long after setting off for fame and fortune but fate isn't finished with this retired adventurer when gathering herbs in the wilderness, he discovers an abandoned baby girl and names her Angeline after deciding to raise her as his own. Angeline grows up to become a top-tier adventurer in her own right, yet after venturing out into the world and making a name for herself, fame, fortune, and power hold no allure for the accomplished S-ranked adventurer. Her heartfelt wishes for nothing more than to see her father again. This one is another one of those tug at your heartstrings Isekai series. Next, we have The Reincarnated Princess Spends Another Day Skipping Story Routes by Bizu with illustrations by Yukiko. This is a J-novel heart title. After an accident, a modern careerist is reborn as Princess Rosemary von Vefault. She soon realizes that her new life is identical to that of a rival character in an Atoma game that she's once played to 100% completion. Sounds oddly familiar, don't you think? Uh, luxury and magic abound in the kingdom of Naval, alongside a collection of attractive men. However, beneath the suitor's dazzling faces lies awful personalities. Masochists, necrophiles, and perverts. Oh my! But it's not all bad news. The side characters are perfect, and Rosemary has fallen for the captain of the royal guard. Since the game offers no true route to happiness, Rosemary decides to forge her own path. To avoid marriage with a suitor, she'll have to skip their story routes and fix their deviance. She'll navigate palace and marriage politics, kidnappings, and the threat of war, all while contending with a world that's drifting farther from the game she remembers. 100% game completion isn't all it's cracked up to be. Sometimes 0% is the route to a dream life. So this is another one of those, I become the villainous and I'm going to make my own happy ending, but ever since my next life is villainous, all these other ones don't seem as interesting. Like, I do like the fact that she falls in love with the side character, but we're going to have to wait and see if this is worth checking out or not. I will have this in my queue to read, but we're going to have to wait and see. Now that we've talked about all the light novels from J Novel Club, let's get to some of the mangas that they've acquired. We have My Instant Death Power is So Overpowered, No One in This Other World Stands a Chance Against Me by Hanamaru Nanto, based on novels by Suyosho Fujitaka, with original character design by Chisato Naruse. Awaking to absolute chaos and carnage while on a school trip, Yogiro Takatao discovers that everyone in his class has been teleported to another world. He has somehow managed to sleep through the entire ordeal himself, missing out on the gift powers bestowed upon the others by a mysterious sage who appeared to transport them. Even worse, he and another classmate were ruthlessly abandoned by their friends, left his bait to distract a nearby dragon. Although not terribly bothered by the thought of dying, he reluctantly decided to protect his lone companion. After all, a lowly level 1000 monster doesn't stand a chance against a secret power to invoke instant death with a single thought. If he could stay awake long enough to bother using it, that is. So, another overpowered character where everyone treats him like garbage. This sounds a lot like Loner Life and Shield Hero. Eh, it is what it is. 
Next one is Reborn to Master the Blade from Hero King to Extraordinary Squire by Mato Kuromura, based on novels by Hayaken with original character designs by Nagyu. From his deathbed, Hero King Inglis, the divine knight and master of all he surveys, gazes down on the empire he built with his mighty hand. Having devoted his life to statecraft and his subjects' well-being, his one unfulfilled wish is to live again for himself this time, a warrior's life he's devoted himself to before his rise to power. His patron goddess, Alastia, hears his plea and smiles upon him, flinging his soul into the far future. Goddesses work in mysterious ways. Not only is Inglis now the daughter of a minor noble family, but at her first coming of age ceremony at six she's found ineligible to begin her knighthood however for a lady of english's ambition this is less a setback and more the challenge she was reborn to overcome it's not the blood that runs through your veins that makes you a knight it's the blood you shed on the battlefield the curtain rises on the legend of an extraordinary lady squire reborn to master the blade um seems okay well you know could be better could be worse i don't know so far out of the J Novel Club stuff, I think the one that's most exciting to me is probably going to be uh, the Madrex Tales or it's going to be uh, Hell Mode. But now let's get to Kodansha. Yes, Kodansha. They've announced 10 new manga licenses, 3 new omnibus editions, and 1 new art book so let's get the art book out of the way akira art of wall by katsuhiro otomo a unique artifact reproduction of an art project inspired by akira and carried out with the involvement of the original creator this rare collectible art book is based on one of the most important popular mangas ever published and merchandise based on this property is vanishingly rare looks kind of cool and it's very different now let's get to the manga now for the manga that kodansha is releasing we have blackguard by ryo hanada the world is suddenly overrun by monsters called Shoujo, and anyone who is bit by one is infected with a mysterious virus, which turns them into the same being. To defeat the Shoujo, humans live in aerial cities and formed units called guards. Nanao Minami, also known as the Black Guard, fights but without regard for his own life. What is his motivation, and why does he want to die so readily? Next, we have Devil Ecstasy by Kuzuo Oshima. Noboru Wasakabe is an 18-year-old virgin college student who developed trauma for big breasts. Desperately wanting to lose his virginity, Noboru and his friends discover a mysterious brothel called Devil Ecstasy. Although he is nervous about his first experience, Noboru is thrilled by a, a beautiful girl with small breasts named Mimiru who holds a scary secret about the brothel. Dun, dun, dun. Probably it's a demon girl or probably something else. We don't know. Hopefully it's not what I think it is. But anyway, next one. A Galaxy Next Door, or Otonari ni Ginga, by Gido Amagakura, which is awesome. So, the new, sweet, and wild romantic comedy from the creator of the hit manga and anime about food and family, Sweetness and Lightning. A desperate manga artist called on to support his two younger siblings meets a new art assistant. But a rival isn't just a small step, it's a giant leap. Since his parents died, manga artist Ichiro has barely scraped by, forcing to support his two younger siblings on just a middle school education. He doesn't even have time to learn how to use a computer, which forced him to keep wrestling with pen and paper. When his art assistants quit to strike out on their own, on top of juggling deadlines, family, and the constant fear of losing his job, Ichiro feels close to a total breakdown. But when a new assistant pops into Ichiro's life, and his prospects immediately start to brighten. She's an incredible artist, she always finishes on time, and she's beautiful to boot. But she also seems to know a lot about him, and soon she makes a confession that bends Ichiro's mind beyond the confines of Earth. 
This one seems romantic and cool. And the fact that it's created by the creator of Sweetest and Lightning means it's going to be one that's amazing. So next, Island in a Puddle or Mizutamari ni Ukubushima by Kei Sanbei. The new manga series from Kei Sanbei, the master of suspense behind Erased, plunges an innocent young boy into Tokyo's criminal underworld as he fights to keep his younger sister alive and to return his soul to his own body. The tiny apartment where Minato lives may as well be an isolated island in the middle of the ocean. Despite still being in elementary school, it falls on his shoulders to care for his little sister Nagisa, who never stops asking when their mother will make one of her infrequent visits home. On one of these visits, their mother takes them to an amusement park, only to give Minato some cash and leave them on a Ferris wheel. But as the Ferris wheel reaches the top, lightning strikes, and instead of his sister, Minato sees a corpse of a woman, and reflected in the glass looking back at him, an unfamiliar and menacing face. A true crime story that seems really horrific. And I'm going to say because it's made by Kei Sanbei, it's going to be really tragic and could be something that you're going to remember forever. Next, we have Phantom of the Idol or Kami Kuzo Idol by Hijiki Isoflavone. Now the story of a lazy male idol ready to quit or be fired and the peppy poltergeist who brings him back from the brink and rocketing to the heights of stardom. This madcap musical comedy is perfect for fans of My Dress Up Darling, Kiss Him Not Me, and Horamiya. Yuya, one half of the pop duo Zings, may be the laziest performer in the Japanese music industry. His partner is out there giving 110% every night and thankfully he's quite popular, but Yuya's half-assed sloppy dancing and his frequently hostile attitude towards the audience has the fans hating him and his agent looking for any excuse to cut him loose. The career of a pop idol just isn't the path of easy leisure and adulation Yuyu expected. After a particularly lifeless concert appearance, Yuyu meets a girl on stage. She's dressed to the nines in a colorful outfit. She's full of vim and vigor, and all she wants from life is to perform. There's just one problem. She's been dead for a year. This is the ghost of Asashi Mogami, the beloved singer whose time on the stage was tragically cut short. Unless, if ghosts are real, is spirit possession really that much of a stretch? Oh-ho! Now this one, this one seems like it's got potential because of the fact that we have spirit possession and we have idol life. So this one I'm going to keep an eye on. Next is Sensei's Pious Lie or Sensei no Shiro Uso by Akane Toriyaka. Muzuzu Hara is a 24-year-old high school teacher. Her peaceful days of instructing her students began to change with the advent of her friend Minako's fiancé, Hayafuji, What Happened Between Them, a dramatic story about sexual inequalities that lie between men and women. This one is going to be truly dramatic. Next, we have one that a lot of you have been asking about, The Seven Deadly Sins, Four Nights of the Apocalypse by Nakaba Suzuki. This manga continues the adventures in the world of the Seven Deadly Sins, and it can be read on its own or as part of the Seven Deadly Sins experience. So if you're a fan of the series, this is for you. Next we have The Shining Sea, or Hikari Sasu Umi, by Koji Suzuki. A young woman who attempted suicide by drowning has lost her memory. Her lover, a young man, is on a pelagic tuna fishing boat. What happened between them? From renowned author Koji Suzuki, the creator of the Ring series. This is going to be very horrific. I'm pretty sure that the uh, lover tried to kill her or something where he's dead. Who knows? It's from the Ring series. It's going to be pretty scary and messed up. 
Next, we have One Dance by Coffee. A boy named Kaboku sees a girl named Wanda dance and suddenly burns with a need to join in. With its thrilling scenes of Japanese hip-hop dance and quirky, charming characters, this is a new inspirational manga for fans of coming-of-age stories like Blue Period and Your Lie in April. Get up and join the Wanda dance. Kaboku has always just gone with the flow, marching in step to the drumbeat of the expectations of those around him. Parents, school, plans of the future. It feels predictably safe and empty. But one day, Kaboku's at school late and he happens on a girl alone, moving wildly, turning a blank space of concrete into a canvas. This is Hikari Wanda, a member of the hip-hop dance club. Kaboku is immediately smitten, but the road to stepping out of his shell is a long one. The club is almost entirely girls and they're all, well... Way better than him. What's ahead is unknown, and that's terrifying, but also means for the first time in Kaboko's life, a taste of freedom. This is for those of you who are into dance, so check it out. Welcome back, Alice, or Okairi Alice, by Shizuo Oshimi. Yohei, Kei, and Yui are childhood friends, and things get complicated when Yohei witnesses Kei and Yui in an intimate moment. But when Kei unexpectedly moves away and returns a few years later to reunite in high school, he seems to be a little bit different. So that's one of those more suspenseful drama series. And now let's get to the omnibuses from Kodansha. And these I am very excited for. Because we are getting Tezuka Omnibus Editions. The classic Osamu Tezuka titles are back in print in an all-new format. Each title is going to be one-volume complete omnibus editions for the first time ever. With new covers created by renowned designer Peter Mendelssohn. And what three Osamu Tezuka series are we getting? Well, there are three that I need that I'm definitely going to get. We have... The Tezuka Omnibus Edition of Apollo Song, the Tezuka Omnibus Edition of Ode to Kirihito, and then finally we have the Tezuka Omnibus Edition to Princess Knight. So if you've not picked these up or you forgot them when they were part of Vertical Ink, pick them up now. Apollo Song is an amazing look at love and loss. Ode to Kirihito is one of the most insane things that Tezuka ever made, and Princess Knight is iconic. The story of... Princess Sapphire and Puck is worth getting. So all these are worth it. And these are the highest points. And now let's go to the final company that has licensing stuff, Seven Seas Entertainment. And they have licensed 14 new manga titles and two new light novel series. So let's get these light novel series out of the way. Let's get to the mangas. First off for light novels, we have... I Am Pain in Blue and Fragile by Yoru Sumino. Two young people in their first year of university, drawn to each other's passion, establish a secret society to pursue these ideals. But as time passes, the demand of a world that isn't kind of dreamers threatens to force them apart, filling the void between them with shattered hopes and the fallout of lives. A tender, tragic tale about the cruelty of youth. That one is going to be inspirational. And then we have The Tunnel to Summer, The Exit of Goodbye by... Makine Hachi and illustrator Kakuya. Uh, Tono Kaoru heard a rumor. The law of space and time mean nothing to the Yurashima tunnel. If you find it, walk through and you'll find your heart's desire on the other side in exchange for years of your life. On the night, Kaoru just happens to find himself standing in front of a tunnel that looks suspiciously like the ones the rumor describes. He finds himself thinking of Karen, the sister he lost in an accident five years ago. To Kaoru's surprise, he's been followed by the new transfer student, Anzo Hanaki, who promises to help him experiment with the mysterious tunnel. But what does she want from Kaoru in exchange? And what will he have left to give after the tunnel's done with him? Who knows? That seems like a very tragic story, and one which would be compelling as a film. So these two definitely are both on the list. 
Next, we have the mangas. And like I said, there are 14, so I'm going to try to rush this through because we've been talking for 27 minutes. First off, we have Correspondence from the End of the Universe, Hate no Shotsushin by Menota. Marco is a young Russian university student who is looking forward to finishing school so he could spend more time with his fiancée. However, these plans go out the window when he's abducted by aliens. These extraterrestrials have a mission for Marco, one that will take 10 years. All Marco can do is make the most of it and get to know the strange creatures who are now his co-workers in this offbeat tale of a life far from Earth. Next, we have one that we actually reviewed the first anime episode of, The Duke of Death and His Maid by Koharu Inoue. When the Duke was a young boy, a witch made it so that any living thing he touched died. Unable to cope with such a cursed child, his family sent him away to live in an old mansion. Now a young man, his only companions are an elderly butler and his childhood friend, a buxom blonde maid named Alice. Despite the fact that touching the Duke means instant death, Alice is constantly teasing him, getting close and flirting mercilessly. Even though Alice loves to make the Duke blush, her affection for him is the real deal. Can the two figure out a way to break the witch's spell? This is a heartbreaking but romantic series that I think you would love to check out. Now, for those of you who are fans of anime, here is an anime manga adaptation, Darling in the Franks, the manga adaptation by Kentaro Yabuka in an omnibus edition. Now, for those of you who have never seen Darling in the Franks, in a devastated post-apocalyptic future, Earth is a ruinous wasteland. Humanity's only remaining strongholds are mobile fortress cities called plantations, massive beasts known as klaxosaurs. The plant's new apex predators have pushed mankind to the edge of extinction, and within the walls of the plantations, things are no less dire. Humans no longer love or reproduce. Adults live on in sterile immortality, while children are regarded as nothing more than parasites. Artificially created to pair up and pilot the plantation's giant defense robots known as Franks. Former child whiz kid hero falls out of the piloting program after falling out of sync with his co-pilot. In a fateful decision to skip his group's graduation ceremony puts him on a collision course with a horn girl known as Zero Two whose co-pilots always end up dead. She claims Hero as her darling, but what could that word even mean in such a loveless world? Dun dun dun. Next is Even If It Was Just Once I Regret It by... Miyahara Miyako. 24-year-old Koduka Chio quit her job and is wallowing in self-pity in her apartment. She's also three months behind on her rent. Then her landlady proposes a unusual solution. Have sex with her and she'll help with the debt, the filthy apartment, and the loneliness driving Chio to beer and escapism. After a one-night stand, the two women decide to keep up the arrangement. Their growing relationship leads to questions of identity, getting one's life together, and if something tender can develop from the arrangement that started with a bang. That's a terrible pun. Um, yeah. That's gonna be one of those ones which, well, yeah. Anyway, next. It's not just my night. Tale of a Fallen Vampire Queen, or Yoga Yoru Nara. Powerful, world-conquering vampirist Manamir is on the verge of world conquest but when a teleportation spell goes awry she finds herself stranded on earth not only has she been flung into a world that's not her own she has lost the very power that defines a vampire the ability to drink human blood unable to steal energy from others monomir has to make ends meet somehow which is why she now ends up working part-time at a convenience store selling smokes to bikers while trying to grasp the subtleties of earth life maybe she'd make more money selling her panties Oh, this one is sounding like the devil's a part-timer, and it's going to be funny and sad at the same time. Next, Monologue Woven for You, or Kimini Sumugu Bohaku by Shu Yasaka. 
Two college students with a shared dream and opposite paths collide. Will their ambitions bring them together or pull them apart? Haruka has abandoned her dreams of the theater but finds herself still haunted by memories. Meanwhile, now chases her aspirations for the stage head-on, refusing to back down or let obstacles obscure her way. When the lives of these two women cross, despite their contrary feelings, they end up entangled as romance sparks between them. Next manga is My Brain is Different, Stories of ADHD and Other Developmental Disorders by Monzuzu. This intimate manga anthology is about the struggles and triumphs of individuals learning to navigate daily life with a developmental disorder. The comic follows the stories of nine people, including a junior high dropout finding an alternative path to education, a former troublesome child helping kids at a support school, a so-called problem child realizing the beauty of his own unique quirks, and a man falling in love with the world with the help of new medication. This inspiring volume illustrates their diverse anxieties and finding self-empowerment in a world not quite built with them in mind. This one is a anthology that I think will speak to so many people and will be one of those mangas that you could show to non-manga fans and be like this is why I love manga and they can grasp it we're gonna have to wait and see how it looks and when it comes out and I will definitely put this on the wheel of manga anyway next my dear friend Nokotan or Shikonoko Nokonoko Koshitantan by Oshisho Shisho and also dear is spelled D-E-E-R not D-E-A-R Anyway, Tarako thought she had successfully buried a wild past to become a normal high school girl honor student, with none of her classmates aware of her delinquent roots. But that all changes when she discovers Nokotan, a new transfer student with antlers, tangled up in power lines and being attacked by birds. Is Nokotan an elk, a girl, or something in between? Whatever she is, Toriko may regret helping her since Nokotan can smell the former delinquent on her. Now a punky pass and a monster girl have crashed into Toriko's life in this hilarious and chaotic high school comedy. This one looks fun. That's the thing is it looks fun. Ridiculous, but fun. Anyway, next. The Other Saint's Magic Power is Omnipotent, The Other Saint, by Yuka Tachiban, Algu, and Yasuyuku Suryu. Now, Ara Masano is a run-of-the-mill high school girl and never imagined she'd be summoned to another world, let alone declared its savior. Yet from the moment the handsome Prince Kyle lays eyes on her, he's convinced she's a long-awaited holy saint destined to banish darkness from his world. Ira herself maintains the significant doubts. Is she really up to the challenge? She might be able to use magic, but is she really a saint? Ara's fears and struggles only deepen when the woman summoned alongside her begin to look more and more like the one who truly deserves the title. This one seems kinda meh. Anyway, next one. This is actually one we talked about the light novel. The Tunnel to Summer, The Exits of Goodbye, the manga. And this is gonna be by Koden and Hokune Hachi. So same thing, it's about the Urashima Tunnel. Same story, but this is the manga version. So we're getting the manga and light novel at the same time. Anyway, next. The Weakest Contestant in All Space and Time, or Zenjiku Sebatsu Sejaki Saitehen Ketesen. Hitomu is a young guy with no goals or dreams. He goes to work, comes home, sleeps, and repeats. That changes when he is abducted by a god and forced to participate in a gladiatorial tournament to find the weakest being in all of space and time. After Hitomu loses repeatedly, he is set against four weakling opponents to fight to the death, but he instead finds a way to escape, breaking out his fellow losers, a ghost boy, a slime girl, a useless robot, and a bug monster. Now fugitives on a hostile planet, the five weirdos must rely on each other. Alone, they can't do squat, but together they might just be able to survive. And this one seems 
completely different because one, it's a sci-fi series, and two, it's not exactly an Isekai. It's just an alien abduction story with a bunch of misfits. So this one, again, is going to be on the list for things to check out. Uh, we have Yakuza Reincarnation by Takeshi Natsuhara and Hiroki Miyashita. Ryo may be getting on in years, but the saging Yakuza boss is still tough enough to take on the punks trying to edge on his turf. However, when the young toughs ambush him, it looks like it's lights out for old Ryu. But instead of dying, Ryo wakes up in another fantasy world in the body of a beautiful princess. Is he the one the ancient prophecy spoke of? Ryu may be out of place in this fantasy realm, but he may be the only one who can save it. So, an Izakai with a Yakuza boss. It is what it is. And then finally, the last one. The 100 Girlfriends Who Really, 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 Really Love You by Rikito Nakamura and Yokiko Nozawa. Aijo Rentaro tried and tried again, but after asking 100 girls out on a date, he was rejected every single time. In desperation, he prays for guidance, only to be told by God that his rejections were due to some cosmic error. Now that God is going to set things right by making sure that Aijo gets 100 dates. Except as things often do with gods, the dates come with a catch. 100 girls are destined to be Aijo's soulmate, and unless he returns their feelings each and every time, they'll die in horrible accidents. Sure enough, girls start confessing their love to Aijo left and right, but how is he supposed to choose? He doesn't want to kill anybody. When he looks at each potential soulmate, it feels like a bolt of lightning. Can someone really love a hundred other people? This hilarious romantic comedy takes the harem concept to a wild extreme. For those of you who are fans of Nagima and of Ranma and various other large harem series, this is the one which is going to probably take the cake. 100 girls, this is going to be kind of crazy. And that is everything from Kodansha. Wow, that was a lot. And we're almost done. I know I said that that was all of the licenses, but we actually have Viz Media still left to do. But they only have two. They have Neru Way of the Martial Artist, also known as Neru Boge Dogyo by Minya Hiragi. And that tells the story of Neruma Isami, also known as Nero, whose grandfather left him a martial arts book, which serves as a guide for a solitary training. And it changes when he meets a mysterious martial artist, Akiba Aiba. And this girl's going to lead Nero to a high school where the toughest fighters have assembled. And it's a martial arts high school action series. The other one for Viz Media is The Hunter's Guild Red Hood, also known as Red Hood by Yuki Kawaguchi. And this one is tells the story of the winner of the 14th gold future cup rookie manga competition and this is a unique art telling the story between hunters and werewolves and those are all the licenses for the week now to go quickly let's actually just go over them quick when the release dates are so all j novel club titles except for reborn to master the blade are going to be released on july 3rd 2021 which already happened both Viz titles are going to be released to the Manga Plus service on July 5th, 2021. Even if it's just once, I Regret It and Monologue Woven for You is going to be released by Seven Seas Entertainment, which we'll call SSE for right now, in print and digitally in February 2022. I Am Blue will be released by SSE's Airship imprint in February 2022. The 100 Girlfriends will be released by SSE's Ghost Ship imprint in February 2022. Corresponds from the end of the universe, My Dear Friend Nokotan, Yakuza Reincarnation, will be released by SSE in print and digitally in March of 2022. Darling in the Franks will be released by SSE's Ghost Ship imprint in March 2022. All Kodansha licenses are going to be released in spring of 2022. My Brain is Different will be released by SSE in print and digitally in April 2022. It's not just my... 
Knight will be released by SSE's Ghost Ship imprint in April 2022. The Duke of Death and His Maid, The Other Saint, and The Weakest Contestant are going to be released by SSE in print and digitally in May 2022. The Tunnel of Summer is going to be released in manga form by SSE in print and digitally in July 2022. And the light novel is going to be released by SSE's airship imprint in print and digitally in July of 2022. And those are the licenses for the week. That was a lot, but that's also because we had anime expo light this weekend, which released a lot of stuff. There may also be some announcements from a couple of other conventions, but we'll talk about that at the end. Final general announcements and general updates. On August 4th, Koyoharo Gotoge's Demon Slayer Kimitsu no Yaiba is getting a manga spin-off of the Kimitsu Gakuin anime shorts. And it's going to be titled Kimitsu Gakuin. And it's going to be drawn by Natsuki Hokami. And this manga is going to feature the characters of Demon Slayer in SD style. Really cute and awesome. On August 3rd, Pink Hanamori will launch a sequel to her Mermaid Melody Peachy Peachy Pitch manga, which is going to be titled Mermaid Melody Peachy Peachy Pitch Aqua. It's going to be released in Kodansha's Nakayosha magazine and will feature a new blue romance starring Lucia's daughter. Now, in the original manga story, Lucia is a mermaid princess on a journey to find a pearl she entrusted to a human boy she rescued as a young girl. However, she cannot tell the boy she's a mermaid or else she would turn into sea foam. Kind of sad. In July 2021, Asato Asato's 86 light novel series is getting a four-panel manga spinoff that was serialized on the Twitter account and on the anime's website, and is going to be drawn by Kotari. On July 12th, Yugo Kabayashi is drawing a spinoff of the Aoshi soccer manga titled Aoshi Brotherfoot that will launch in Shokokuken's weekly Big Comic Spirits magazine. The manga will focus on Ashita's older brother Shun and the reasons he distanced himself from soccer. Kobayashi has revealed that the manga will run for five chapters and will be compiled in one book volume. And the final bit of news for the manga is going to be on July 6th, Manga creator Arata Miyatsuki launched a new manga titled Sugunai Mahoshojo Kalinza, or Kalinza, the Magical Girl of Redemption, and this was released in Shugakuken's Manga One app. The manga story begins when a girl named Yuki takes her own life after being bullied at school when her friend he. Hina blames herself and regrets all things she couldn't say to Yuka. Hina meets a man who only calls himself 26 and enters into a contract with him that grants her special powers. And that is the manga news for the week. I know it was a lot, and I appreciate that you stuck around for the entire bit. Don't worry, though. We have lots of more news. We're going to keep doing this as long as we can because there is so much news. We'll keep you informed as best we can. Thank you guys for listening. Remember to like, subscribe. If you enjoy what we do, you can support us on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Spirekin and help us to continue making fun content for you to enjoy. We'll be running a panel at Anime Lockdown this weekend for From Under the Bed Horror and Anime Manga, which I'm going to be releasing the full version of this on the website with the list of everything I talk about. And I'm going to be having a Twitch version on our Twitch channel at twitch.tv forward slash Spirekin next week, which you can check out. But anyway, regardless, I hope you enjoyed this episode. As usual, I am your host, Zan. I am Gonsville. Catch you guys next time and keep reading manga. See you guys later.